Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Lock it in with Cam Rogers is presented by Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds from everything. From live games, the conference championships right through to the final four and championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive that bonus. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. This is Lock It In, a sports betting show, part of the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. And we welcome you into Lock It In with Cam Rogers. Of course, presented by betonline.ag. It is a beautiful week in the world of golf, in the world of betting. It's that tradition, unlike any other, the Masters. The 87th edition. Of this illustrious event, Jim Nance will be serenading us for four days of competition. Tiger Woods is on the grounds at Augusta as I speak. Several live golfers are playing. Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, Sergio Garcia. That champion's dinner, by the way, is going to be awkward. Cam Rogers with you. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers 98. So much to cover here on the show. I'm talking about weather. I'm talking about Tiger Woods. I'm talking about my best bets for the entire week. And I'm talking more on Friday night for Believe Me on Stadium TV. 11 o'clock Eastern time at night. Check me out on TV when you're throwing down at the club this weekend. All right. There's a lot of ground to cover with the Masters. And when you're playing in your office pool and what have you. Actually, you know what? I want to backtrack. I want to gloat a little bit here because I picked UConn to win the national championship based on data, based on trends, based on my analytics. And that's exactly how I am picking the Masters winner. So keep it right here on the show. I am telling you who will put on that green jacket, hoist that trophy on Sunday evening. Okay, let's get to the weather because I do want to touch upon this quickly. It's looking gross. It's looking like rain and cold temperatures, especially on the weekend. 
That does not bode well for the shorter hitter in this field this week. Typically, driving distance does breed success at Augusta National, unless you're Zach Johnson back in 2007. But otherwise, you have to be pretty good off the tee. And if we are playing on a moist golf course, that means less roll and longer shots into the greens. So the shorter hitters, the Brian Harmons of the world, may struggle more than, say, a Dustin Johnson, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, okay? So keep that in mind here as we go forward with the weather. But it's looking cold, 50 degrees on the weekend. That's not good Tiger Woods weather, if you ask me. And I'll get to Tiger later and how I feel about his chances. When you're looking for a prototypical good Augusta National Masters champion, you have to be good on the par fives. You have to get your birdies there. You have to be very good on the long par fours. So get your birdies on the par fives and then hang on on the par fours and the par threes for the most part until Sunday when you get those typical pin locations. Already talked about driving distance, but your overall game has to be good. If you are not inside the top 20 in strokes gained total or strokes gained tee to green, you're probably not going to win the Masters this week. Let's get to the key trends. This is your roadmap to picking a champion. 10 of the last 10 winners, top 25 in the world. Anybody outside that number, cross them off your list. 10 of the last 10 winners, at least a top 15 in the last seven events. Recent form matters. Nine out of the last 10 winners had at least a top 20 in a previous Masters. 10 out of the last 10 winners finished inside the top 30 in at least one of their previous two starts. How about nine of the last 10 had posted a top six in a major in one of the previous two seasons? Nine out of 10, nine out of 10, nine out of 10 for the next three. Top 65 in strokes gained around the green. Top 85 in distance for the year. Top 65 in strokes gained off the tee. Just go down this list. You will find your champion. And you may have the name in your head already about who I'm going to be talking about. So stay tuned there. Let's talk Tiger Woods. Last we saw him, he finished a respectable 45th at the Genesis Invitational, gained over two strokes on approach. He hasn't done that since the 2020 BMW Championship. So you do have to go back to 2020, the Farmers Insurance Open for his last top 10 on the PGA Tour. He did make the cut at last year's Masters. Can he win this year? No. Can he contend? Maybe. But a made cut, I think, is a safe assumption here for Tiger Woods. Anything more than that, I think, is gravy if you are a fan of him, including me, of course. I want the guy to win, but he's just not. Remember all those trends that I just listed off? Tiger does not fit any of those trends. 
So he's got an uphill climb here this week. And then you throw in the fact that you have 50 degrees on the weekend, assuming he makes it then. Rain. You don't know how that body is going to react. But that is all to say, it was nice to see him in L.A. on a difficult golf course, Riviera, which actually is corollary to success at Augusta National. And it lends me to believe he can be there in some fashion, right? Top 35, T33, something like that. But I think the ultimate ceiling is 24th, 23rd, 21st, something like that, maybe 19th. But he's not winning, and I don't think he is finishing inside the top 10. So that's the scenario with Tiger. Please do not bet on him regarding anything outright and anything top 10. If you want to bet on him to make the cut, go ahead and do that. I'm with you there. But his number in the outright market is just ridiculous. It's like 66 to 1. Why would I bet on Tiger Woods at that number? He should be like 125 to 1. So I'm staying away from Tiger in the outright market. I would rather him prove me wrong otherwise than me just throw money out there and hope, right? So there you go. Another interesting trend. Greens and regulation, really key here. Out of the top 11 in greens and regulation entering the Masters, 10 finished inside the top 27. Three locks for you there, top 20 finishers. Patrick Cantlay, Colin Morikawa, Tony Finau. You're going to lay some juice with these guys, but they're locks. So there you go. Okay. Live golf. I'm staying away from every single live golfer until I am proven otherwise that they can go from playing on what is, in reality, single-A baseball to a major championship. Oh, but Cam, the talent is great. How do we know? How do we quantify a T27 from Cam Smith in a live golf event versus... Justin Thomas, T15 at an elevated event on the PGA Tour. How do we quantify that? You know what I mean? The talent level on live is nowhere close to the talent level on the PGA Tour. And everybody is coming at me on TikTok. My first viral TikTok video. I think I'm close to 300,000 views, something like that. Cam, what about Cam Smith? Listen, it's hard to really know how Cam is going to perform if we have barely seen him on live because they don't play as much over there and he's not competing with the best of the best on the PGA Tour. What do you want me to say? You know, so listen, Cam Smith can win the Masters. Am I going to put my hard-earned money on Cam Smith to win the Masters? No. Is he inside my top 10 in terms of the power rankings? Nope. Is any live golfer? No. In fact, I think the best chance for Liv to win the Masters, Dustin Johnson. 
outside of that, it's looking bleak. Okay. Let's get to my pick to win. Your 2023 Masters champion is Rory McIlroy. He gets it done, completes the career Grand Slam. Only one golfer in history has completed the career Grand Slam at the Masters. His name is Gene Sarazen, and that was in 1935. I think at the time, maybe he didn't really understand that monumental moment. That was a long time ago. This is huge. Rory, number two in strokes gained total at the Masters over the last 10 years. Number one in this field in driving distance. He loves a soaked golf course because he has the advantage as the longest driver on tour. Meanwhile, somebody who is 65th doesn't get that role that they need on a moist golf course. He crushes par fives, third in strokes gained a total in majors over the last five years, second in the field, tee to green over the last 50 rounds. McElroy is your winner. A couple of other players in the outright market, though, that I am building a card around. Spieth, Scheffler. I don't want to miss out on Scheffler. I know only three golfers have successfully defended their title, Jack, Tiger, Faldo. But Scotty is just absolutely crushing it. He fits every metric. The only metric that he doesn't fit or trend, I guess, is the fact that he is a defending champion. So I don't want to miss out on Scheffler. Patrick Cantlay is in my outright card. Justin Thomas as well. I did not expect this, but... He's got a pretty balanced game right now. And his around the green game is actually elite. Number one on tour, strokes gained. So JT is in that card. Colin Morikawa is two. My only concern with him is he is way down there in terms of driving distance. So that puts a lot of pressure on your approach play, which is elite, if you ask me, as far as Colin is concerned. But your margin for error is thinner. So I may remove Colin. We'll see. Okay, let's get to my top 10 plays for the week. Number one, Jordan Spieth. Number one in strokes gained total at the Masters over the last 10 years. He's top 30 around the green. Three putt avoidance. That's key here at Augusta. And short game. Has gained seven strokes or more. T2 green in three of his last five starts. Lead in form overall is great. Eat the chalk with Jordan Spieth. Jason Day, love this guy this week. Four top tens at the Masters. One of them being his rookie campaign. His game is back. It was lost for a while. It's back. He's dangerous. And everybody in my comments is like, Jason Day, you lost me at Jason Day. Guys. Look at his 2023 campaign. He's on a tear. Fantastic wedge player. Great putter, especially on lightning fast bent grass greens. That will be the case here this week. Talked about Patrick Cantlay. Top 10 for him. Dominates par fives. Number one on tour. Very good long par four player. 
fourth tee to green over the last 50 rounds. We truly haven't seen him contend in a major yet, but he does have a T9 at the Masters back in 2019. I picked him to win last year because the metrics were there and what have you, and I looked away from his major championship resume. Patrick Cantlay has to make 2023 the year he dominates majors. Otherwise, I don't know if he can win one. But anyway, top 10 for him. And then Colin Morikawa, too. In five of the last seven majors for Colin, he's been inside the top eight on the leaderboard. Over the last 24 rounds, fourth in ball striking, fifth in approach, fourth tee to green, tee six at Riviera not too long ago. Steadily getting better at Augusta, too. He was fifth last year. Next up, top 20 plays. Love these plays. Tony Finau, very good long par four player, third in approach in this field, elite major championship player overall. He's littered with top tens on his resume. So Tony Finau, top 20. So I am laying some juice here. Same with this guy. Love him a lot this week. Sunjay M, multiple top tens in his first three appearances at the Masters, four top tens this season. Top 15 in total strokes gained and tee to green, plus top 20 in scrambling. That's a rare combination. When you are good tee to green and your scrambling is there, that's the balance you want at Augusta National. Tommy Fleetwood, I'm seeing a lot of buzz about him to maybe win. Listen, guys, he hasn't even won on the PGA Tour. So what makes me believe he's going to win the Masters? I just don't know. If he's going to do that, that's asking a lot. So I think top 20 makes a lot of sense for me. 12th on tour and strokes gain T to green. One of the best around the green players in this field. Number two, only behind Justin Thomas. Speaking of Justin, top 20 for this guy, Justin Rose, Mr. Augusta national. It seems 11 top 25 finishes in 13 appearances here. His game has improved big time. He's in that camp of Jason Day and Ricky Fowler. These guys have rejuvenated their games, and Rose's ball striking is slowly coming back. T6 at the players. He's gained strokes on approach in six straight events. Put that all together. Justin Rose for a top 20. There you go. My card. The Masters, lock it in, hammer it home, make some money. The Masters may be the most profitable golf event on the calendar. And I say that because it's the same course every year, typically the same field, same-ish every year. And you have trends that are so strong that point you to certain players that allow you to make some money in the betting market. So Rory, Scotty, Jason Day, Cantlay, Finau, Xander, didn't even talk about him, but Xander is in that camp. Sunjay, love him this week. Colin, all of these guys, they are viable for top 20s, top 10s, only some of them for winning this week, but you get my drift. 
Okay, lock it in with Cam Rogers. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Rogers99. I'm on TikTok too at Cam Rogers Show. Check me out on TV Friday night, 11 o'clock Eastern time. And I may be at a sports bar in DC to watch it with my family. So come look for me. Not sure where I will be. Maybe I'll announce it on Twitter. Cam Rogers coming at you. Enjoy the Masters. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.